Good morning. Uh, Just a reminder, this coming Monday, confirmation begins again for the year. Uh, The first years will be meeting at 6 p.m. and the second years at 7 p.m. And we'll be meeting uh, downstairs in the Undercroft for our confirmation this year. The Old Testament reading for this, the 15th Sunday after Pentecost, is from the 8th chapter of Amos. Hear this, you who trample on the needy. And bring the poor of the land to an end, saying, When will the new moon be over, that we may sell grain? And the Sabbath, that we may offer wheat for sale, that we may make the ephah small and the shekel great, and deal deceitfully with false balances, that we may buy the poor for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals and sell the chaff of the wheat. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, Surely I will never forget any of their deeds. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle reading is from the second chapter of 1 Timothy. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. For this I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. I'm telling the truth. I'm not lying. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. I desire then that in every place the men should pray, lifting holy hands without anger or quarreling. Likewise also the women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with modesty and self-control, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly attire, but with what is proper for women who profess godliness with good works. Let a woman learn quietly with all submissiveness. I do not permit a woman to teach or to exercise authority over a man. Rather, she is to remain quiet. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived. But the woman was deceived and became a transgressor. Yet she will be saved through childbearing if they continue in faith and love and holiness with self-control. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 16th chapter. Jesus also said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him that this man was wasting his possessions. And he called him and said to him, What is this that I hear about you? Turn in the account of your management, for you can no longer be manager." And the manager said to himself, What shall I do, since my master is taking the management away from me? I'm not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I've decided what to do, so that when I am removed from management, people may receive me into their houses. So summoning his master's debtors, one by one, he said to the first, How much do you owe my master? He said, hundred measures of oil. 
He said to him, take your bill, sit down quickly and write 50. Then he said to another, and how much do you owe? He said, a hundred measures of wheat. He said to him, take your bill and write 80. The master commended the dishonest manager for his shrewdness. For the sons of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than the sons of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of unrighteous wealth, so that when it fails, they may receive you into the eternal dwellings. One who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much. And one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. If then you have not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth, who will entrust you to you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. The Pharisees, who were lovers of money, heard all these things, and they ridiculed him. And he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts. For what is exalted among men is an abomination in the sight of God. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You cannot serve two masters. That's what Jesus said today. And so Jesus told a story about a man who wrestled with that. This man was a shrewd businessman. He knew just how to cook the books at tax time. He knew all the ins and outs at the local market to get the best deals from the shadiest people. That was this manager. But you know, it's so easy to just say that this guy was crooked or that this guy was just a sleazy businessman. That's easy. But there was more going on inside of this businessman than just someone who got the best deals. There was more going on inside his heart than just making sure the taxes came out right. There was more because Jesus said, you cannot serve two masters. It's weird to think that the businessman was serving money as if that man was a servant to money, that the man was a slave to money. But that is exactly what was going on in his heart. In his heart, what do you think that manager thought about as soon as he woke up in the morning? Before he even stepped out of bed. Do you think that man was thinking about God? The very one who kept him safe and alive during the night? Or before he stepped out of bed, do you think that manager was already thinking about the work for the day ahead? First and foremost, was that man thinking about God or his work? 
cannot serve two masters. Or when the stock markets took a turn, when that man's investments took a bad hit, do you think this man was turning to God and saying, good thing I'm always rich in you, Lord? Or do you think this man was already hatching his next scheme to get back what he lost and then some? First and foremost, was that man thinking about God or his work? You cannot serve two masters. We're not all businessmen and businesswomen. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with earning a living and making money. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But when it comes to this man, we wouldn't act like him, would we? When you wake up in the morning, What do you think about first? That's important. As soon as you wake up in the morning, what are you thinking about first? Are you praying to God, giving thanks that God kept you safe that night and is giving you a whole other day of life to live in faith in him? Or as soon as your eyes begin to flutter open in bed, are you already making your to-do list? For the busy things you have to do in your busy life for that busy day. Our lives can be so busy. Our lives can make so much noise that sometimes our very lives can make us bow down to it. Before we even get out of bed, our busy life is whispering to us, I'm in control of your life. My busy plans for your day will dictate to you every second of your day. But remember what Jesus said. You cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve two masters. The one master is Jesus. The second master, the one that tries to take our focus off of Jesus... Well, that master can be so many different things in our lives. Maybe one master that tries to take our eyes off of Jesus is something we would never even think about. Think for a second of all the things we consume in a day. And I'm not talking about just food. We Americans are notorious for consuming our favorite streaming videos. We will take breaks from work and eat up the latest purchase we want to take on Amazon. We will swallow down the latest news from our favorite news station. We will devour the latest gossip from our favorite politician. All day long, we are consuming. As Americans, we are chowing down on anything and everything all day long. It almost feels like so much of our time anymore is spent eating in anything and everything around us. So much so that we can almost get addicted to it. We can get so caught up in the next day Amazon purchases that we are beside ourselves if an item takes two days to get to our house. We can get so worked up if our Wi-Fi goes down for an hour after a thunderstorm. 
we're almost lost because we're not chewing on the latest news from our latest pundit. More than addiction to all this chewing. All this chewing has a hold on our hearts. All this consuming from online news to the purchases we make to entertainment, all this eating up can have a very unhealthy hold on our hearts. Why else do you think Jesus said to you today, you cannot serve two masters? As Christians, I think it may be hard for us to consider that we may be serving two masters, or at least trying to. But it's true. I think we do wrestle with this. And we can try to straddle the fence, getting pulled between God and everything else in this world. But when we try to straddle the fence, this world will win every single time. It will win. Because God knows we cannot serve two masters. We can try, but we will always fail. So where are you when it comes to that? Where are you when it comes to placing God first and foremost in your life above everything else? I know we don't do it. Not perfectly. But matters of the heart like this need to begin right there in the heart. Where does Jesus himself stand in your life? Do you value him like you should? Do you realize what he did for you 2,000 years ago on the cross was done entirely for you? And Jesus will do more than we have even seen yet. Whether it's five years from now or 75 years from now, Jesus will give you a life in him. That will never end. That's almost hard to even fathom, isn't it? But it's true. Jesus will give you a life in him that will never end. He will give you an everlasting life. With all of the Christians that you're surrounded by here today. A life with millions and billions of Christians around the world whom you've never even met yet. That is all yours in Christ. That is ours in Christ. It is an amazing gift. But where is that gift when it comes to our hearts? Where does that gift of Christ find a place in the things we cherish most in our lives? It's way too easy for us to live for this world and have very nice lives and jobs but have no life in Christ. But Jesus does not want that for you. It's way too easy to wake up every morning with our busy to-do lists for our busy lives and to occupy our days so much that we don't even think of God or the church or Christ. It's way too easy to do that. All of us can do that. The world does it. But Jesus does not want you to focus so much on the here and now that you forget what his sacrifice on the cross really did for you. 
Our hearts can become so wrapped up with this life that our hearts become happy sometimes only when we have all of our stuff and are chomping down on anything and everything we want. But that's not what your life has to look like. Jesus Christ has risen from the dead, not just for himself. He did that for you. That is something we should feast upon and chew upon and consume every minute of every day for every year of our lives. Christ has done something for you that Amazon can never deliver to you. Christ has done something your best streaming service will fail at every single time. Jesus Christ did what no politician will ever do for you. Jesus Christ died on the cross for the forgiveness of your sins, all of them. And he rose from the dead to conquer your death forever. Jesus said today, we cannot serve two masters. I don't know about you, but why would we ever want to try and serve two masters? There's nothing in this world that can compare to Jesus. There is nothing this world could ever wave in front of your face that can even begin to compare with what Jesus is placing before you. You cannot serve two masters. Amen to that. And why on earth would we ever want to when our true master, Jesus Christ, has done so much for us. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.